Welcome to Cardboard Conjecture. We're a podcast about board games where we have opinions and conclusions formed on the basis of incomplete information. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is brought to you by these great Saskatoon businesses. Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street, Dragon's Den Games on 8th Street, and Breakout Escape Rooms on Faithful Avenue. Hey there, this is Norm from the Cardboard Conjecture Podcast, and on this episode, it's a top five show, and this is Rob's list, and it's a top five rags to riches, games that never interested you and are absolutely adorable now. You know, rags to riches. I mean, I tried. Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Amazing Stories Comics on 8th Street in Saskatoon. They are the winner of the Joe Schuster Award for Best Comic Book Store in Canada, and they were also nominated in 2016 for the U.S. Eisner Spirit of Comics Retailer Award presented at Comic-Con. Amazing Stories' amazing collection of comic books, board games, puzzles, and collectibles can be found in their store or on their new online website. And we're back. This is Cardboard Conjecture, and this is the Top 5 show, and i am it's been way too long. We haven't done a Top 5 show uh, for, uh, you know, uh, you know, Long time. I don't know where I'm going with this one, but uh, the Council of Cardboard returns. Uh, we have the Meeple Dungeon, Rob and Anna Marie. Hello. 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 And Ryan from Mr. Rao Gaming Rants and Reviews. Hello, Ryan. Hello, everybody. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, I, yeah, this is Rob's list. And uh, just before we start recording, we, we started lamenting on on how this was difficult. And I said the word homework, and it was like, no, wait, <laughs> let's not talk about school. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, no. So, Rob, what is the title? And then you basically call out the order. Yeah. Then, uh, so After that, I will, uh, I'll be the traffic. Uh, sounds good. Um, so this game, or this um, list, I guess you could interpret a few different ways. But what I was going for was basically the top five amazing games or games that you like now that you didn't think you would like or just straight up maybe didn't like to begin with. For whatever reason, whether you played it or didn't play it or you didn't like the artwork or something about it you didn't like and now you really like it. That's kind of what we're going for. All right. The, it's the uh, the cold and hot list. Yes. It's cold for you now. <laughs> so with that in mind, I guess this will be open to a little bit of interpretation. But um, <laughs> let's go with Mr. Rao. Why don't you kick us off here today? Okay. So how I interpreted this list was that it was a game that like I played and I was sour on in sure. my first maybe experience or couple experiences, but then ended up like playing it again down the line and I ended up really, really liking it right type on. of yep. thing. Okay, so am I somewhere in the ballpark? I think so. I think it'll be entertaining <laughs> any way you shake this. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay, so the first few games on my list are games that I did have really, really bad first impressions because, well, especially this one, when I was learning it, 
the person couldn't teach it. And so I think we played with like a whole bunch of rules wrong. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, what is going on with this game? This seems like it's so simple. I'm talking about Space Base from John D. Clare and AEG Games. I learned this one at a tabletop day um, game-a-thon. Um, and the person who was sitting down teaching me, I can't remember what, what his name was. Uh, every time we kept doing something, he's like, oh yeah, this is like Machi Koro, but it's better because everything that you do, all these things. And I'm like, yeah, it's got a space theme on it. Okay. I, I, I can get behind this. And as we started playing, I had all these questions and he goes like, right. well, I don't know what the answer to that is. Let's look at the rule book. And the oh. rule book is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 it it's such a simple game, and the rule book is thirty two pages long. Yeah. It's crazy for such yeah. a simple game for space base. Yes, <laughs> and so he wow. could not find the answers to my questions, or some of the questions he had. I've he's like, well, how would you interpret this sentence? I'm like, oh my god, this game. <laughs> oh, this game no. says it's supposed to be forty minutes, and we're like we're like ninety minutes <laughs> into this forty hours. minute game. And we're, <laughs> come on, so. I did not have a very good exp- um, experience. I played it again another game night later on. And I was like, oh, this is a little bit better. We kind of got a, I think we got a little bit more of a flow going. And then I didn't revisit it for a while. And then my wife saw this game at the game store. She's like, hey, this game looks pretty cool. I'm like, no, <laughs> I've had bad things. She's like, no, this game looks really fun and everything. I'm like, okay, okay fine, I'll pick it up. And now, we, and now we really, 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 really like it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We like so, there's a whole bunch of expansions well. really too, good. right? And there's expansion material to it, which I don't know if we're going to get there or get to it, but I, we're, we're, we're enjoying it so much. <laughs> now, I have to say, this is on Board Game Arena too, and I thought I was going to enjoy it on Board Game Arena. I, I, I hate it on Board Game <laughs> Arena because I can't win. I cannot win because everybody, once as soon as I get my engine going, the game is over and somebody else has won. I was like, oh, oh so no. frustrating. But I'm actually having a lot of fun. And actually playing it on Board Game Arena, I actually now know the 100% correct rules. Nice. <laughs> how things work. That generally cool. helps to enjoy a game for sure. So, yes. Space Base, horrible first few plays. Now we're really enjoying it many years down the road. Because this came out way back, what? Oh, t- 2018. So long way ago. Back. Way back. <laughs> so way back. That was before the Ice Age, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, Robbie, who do you got next on the uh, on the list? Uh, we will go with you, Norm. Let's let's see what Ooh. you got. Okay, so I'm kind of like Ryan, kind of like um, how shall we say, stubborn kindergarten kid um, <laughs> when it comes to you know games that I that I put my full focus into or attention into or actually you know have the opportunity to play. And um, you know, th- just that whole stubbornness, like if someone goes, hey, this is the best thing. You should try this. And I just kind of go, no, just because you told me it's the best thing and you told me that I should try it. So, no, I'll wait. Right. right. Or just that whole that whole hype wave. So I'm, I'm usually the 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 anti hype wave. It's like, no, you know what? No, I'm I'm not going to uh, wear MC Hammer pants and, you know, walk around. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, wow, dude, that was like a quote from the Um uh, <laughs> but um so yeah, sometimes it's that whole 
you know, um, I, I don't want, you know, I just want to do my thing. And, and people keep telling me, no, it's, you should try this, you should try this. So, so for me, that was kind of that, that motivation is I'm not interested. And then it just kept, it keeps kind of nudging me. <laughs> like it, you, you guys have children. When you try to ignore your child and they keep going, staring at you right at the side of the head, and you're like, okay, what? Yeah. And, then you, and then it's like, oh, that's great. So that's my kind of interpretation. And I'm going to start off with um, uh, a recent one, the most recent one, and I can't stop playing it. Um, and uh, I stayed away from it because it was on the number one, hypeless, hypeless. It was trending, it was trending. And that's Arc Nova. Oh, wow, um, yeah. That one, as far as solo goes, oh, it, I respect a game that um, beats you up and takes your wallet away and uh, hands it back empty when after you finish playing it. And this game, man, either you, either you pay attention to the synergistic connections to... Um, the way these cards come out and the way all this display comes out with your with that zoo um, uh, or it just flops so yep. um, yeah yep. that's that because there's always I think there was a camp of people going there's way too much randomness in this game that that uh, I, you know I'm sitting and waiting on this card and it's nothing's coming and I'm like well that's not how you play the game <laughs> that's yeah. the you problem gotta, <laughs> you gotta move you gotta cycle you gotta yeah, yeah it's just it's like that's the uh, way I played it and I was yeah. horrible at it. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, I'm sure you guys have played it, Brian, um, uh, Rob, Anna Marie, because I think I saw some pictures on Twitter. Yep. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I I just I'm I froth on that game because it's just so many cards and so much cool thing, so many cool things to do, yeah. and uh, I'm so bad at all of them. <laughs> I know. We're in the same boat. That, I quite enjoy that, that game too. I'm yeah. still that, trying to figure game, out the engine. That game is my opposite of this list. It was a game that I was super hyped for, super thought I was going to really enjoy, and then I didn't, and it's already on the it's already went out the door oh, in, no. our, in, 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 in my in my camp. But we are huge terraforming Mars fans in our house, and so yeah. my wife kept saying, "Why don't we just play the Mars game? I enjoy yeah. the Mars game better." So I'm like, "Okay." You're out. Yeah. yeah. Mars See, and is I in. Do, I, and I'm not a big terraforming Mars fan, and I think that game scratches that itch for me. So, mm -hmm. and that's yeah. exactly it. It's it's all subjectivity, right? Mm -hmm. You either yeah. have sure. one that plays in that zone that you that you just kind of you know link up to. So cool. Yay! So that's my yeah. That's not my number. Senko. All right, Anna Marie. Why don't you do your fifth game? Okay. So. I interpreted this a little bit different. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we live in the same house. So. Uh, today I was like, okay, he was just reminding me of things. And I'm like, the most amazing games? I thought it was just games I thought I dislike, but I liked. So that's it's, a, it's generally that's the a idea. simple. And that's <laughs> amazing, though. Just, just that switch is amazing. <laughs> so my number five, I didn't think I would like this one based on theme. So the theme seemed really dark, um, kind of, I don't know. It just, it, it, it kind of was like, uh, not she's like all about, you know, fluffy white, <laughs> not always. you know, unicorns and whatever. But so. in this game, it's <laughs> not quite sunshine, well, lollipops and rainbows. Yeah, right? She's more on that end of the uh, spectrum for sure. 
Um, but I was still intrigued by it. But I was just like, I, Rob was so excited for it. And I was like, well, I'll, I mean, I'm going to play it. It's going to be in the house. We'll see what it's like. And that is the night cage. Oh, yes. So Ooh. the night cage, like the the board is absolutely, it's actually really well, um, I want to say gorgeous, but not gorgeous. It's just, it's very, yeah, it's, it makes sense for what it is. Yeah. Like it's a black board <laughs> and you're, it, the whole idea of the game is you're just um, putting out one tile and then you're putting out another and then it, it illuminates tiles around it because you've got this little candle. So whenever you move, it illuminates ones, but then it ones behind you die off. And so then tiles go off the board mm -hmm. and then tiles go on the board and off the board. So you can't necessarily go back the same way you came because the paths always change and your candles burning out. But like the the character, like on it's just this emaciated you know, guy, and you're just gaunt, dying. Yeah, and I'm just, dude. I was like, I'm not gonna like this. I'm gonna feel so bad for this guy the whole time. He's mm -hmm. just trying to get out of this cage. <laughs> like, why is he locked in this cage? Just in, but the gameplay was really, really good. It is, um, and just it, it really did evoke that um, in me when we were playing the game. I was like, oh, let me out of here. We gotta, yeah. yeah the theme came through. And it's, it's not a simple game to win, so it makes no, me sad really when we lose. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. But, yeah. <laughs> but I do like the game. <laughs> so yep. I didn't think I would like it, but um, but I do. The Night Cage. It's, it's got a creepy... I'm looking at some of the, yeah. the, the Board Game Geek pictures. It's got a creepy vibe to it. Very creepy. It's very creepy. The whole theme <laughs> like, is just being like, stuck in a cave. Ah. With monsters. <laughs> With monsters. And all you have is a candle that's burning out, and you've got to make it... you got to scurry around on the floor to find a key to, and then find your way to a to a gate and, and get out before the monsters I could just, kill you. I could just picture those kind of Hitchcock edits where it's like the camera just swings and whoop, there's a face right in front of you. Like, right? Oh, yeah. oh, oh that literally wow, okay. happens in the game. That's how <laughs> you feel when you're playing the game, Norm. 100%. Okay. Because hey. I'm 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 looking at the you know the pictures and trying to put together as you're as you're describing it, and it, it, yeah, it's one of these kind of uh, uh, turn around the corner and and whoa no we yep. gotta be quiet or did they see us and right? the, the anxiety and panic is just kicking in yeah I like that it's super cool. oh yeah that's a good pick yeah. you can't get enough anxiety and panic in your life these days right? you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> cool okay that's I'll, awesome I'll finish off the uh the round of number five here with um a game that came out in when was this this was in i want to say it was 2018 as well um it was 2018 and this game had crazy 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 hype and i keep i kept seeing it everywhere and i kept seeing the artwork for it and being like what is this it just doesn't look it just looks silly and i don't know why everyone's, everyone's going crazy about it and they keep saying oh it's a game but it's not a game and it's this more of an activity and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what this is, but I don't know why it's getting so much hype. And that's the mind from uh, <laughs> Pandasaurus. And so I tried it with just friends one night after playing a game. They're like, oh, have you played the mind? I was like, yeah, I've heard nothing about this game. And it just looks, I don't know. It doesn't look like anything to me. And we played it and we played it like, I don't know, five or six times that night because we were all just so we wanted, into it we wanted and to win. obsessed with it. <laughs> and then I was obsessed with it from that moment on. And I was like, oh, I'm going to totally eat crow here. This is a fantastic <laughs> game yeah. about... Uh, have you guys both played The Mind? 
No. Yep. I'm one. I'm one of the types that are that are just kind of poke the bear and just say, ah, oh, it's just an activity, and, and kind of <laughs> well, sit back and go, I hope nobody asks me to play because I don't want to. Don't want to have to just sit and go, okay, you're right. It's a good game. (laughs) And it is. It's so much fun. We've played that game. Our deck is nearly worn out. We played it so many times. We bring it everywhere. Um, And it's just fantastic. It's all about reading each other as a group or reading the table um, where you're just literally trying to stack numbers from uh, the lowest to highest on the table without talking. And every round you start with, say, in the first round you have one card and you each have to put them down from lowest to highest without talking and you just have to decide by reading each other's body language and such as how to lay these down and then the second round you have two cards and the third round you have three cards and so forth all the way up to however many rounds you go depending on the player count and it is amazing it is amazing when we play with uh what do you go to 12 10 or 12 we usually go to so it's like, like three rounds? or four players yeah. we usually play with and we usually go to yeah, 10 11 12 cards that you have to have in your hand to to lay down it's just a wild thing and people are slapping cards down and, and it's so stressful it's so so good trying to get a card in before somebody gets a, right that oh, kind of thing. you see the 30 come down and you got a 33 in your hand and then you and the person across from you have it has like a 32 and you're both rushing your hand in there <laughs> thinking that you should be up next right and when you make the, them work it's such a good feeling yeah by just luck you just slap down just over top of each other and they laid the 32 and you laid the 33 and you're like oh my goodness and it's this huge reaction at the table it's so awesome <laughs> it's good so oh. i i eat big crow on the mind it is it is one of my favorite card games out there so one of my favorite games to just bring wherever i'm going so it's not a quiet euro you it don't. is not a quiet hero. <laughs> <laughs> and the artwork, I don't know. I don't know what the confused. artwork is. It's this bunny that has throwing stars and stuff. I don't know. But it's it's great. It's fantastic. Ryan, you have uh, this game. Yeah, and this game was ruined for me by, by a bunch of computer science nerds oh. that figured out how to win the game every single time with what? 12 cards. Like the, they, they just started at their maximum, and they're like, okay, guys, Go and they would just do it automatically. They would be able to. They they, they figured out how to how? win the game every single time. And I'm like, mm. how did you guys do this? And then they said it to me. I'm like, oh, you guys are no fun. Get out of here. Mm. Yeah, I don't like. That. I don't want to know that because no. I don't understand how that could work. No, I have no idea. There's no. there's a, I've heard that uh, uh, explanation from a social psychology point of view where there it's called the purple dot mm-hmm. experiment, and it's that yeah. whole idea yeah. of being able to read people's reaction kind of thing and there's a formula to it and i think that's what ryan you were you were leading into and yeah uh, they 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 totally dialed in the way and apparently like you 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 can look at that up if, if you're so interested yeah. you can look that up and formulate how to win the game the mind every but, single time but that 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 takes the fun it takes the fun out yeah. of it as soon as they I said mean, it to me I was like, I have no interest in playing this game anymore. Yeah, it's just like, it I can go online and get all the, the, the computer hacks for the for the Yeah, Switch the cheat game. codes. It's the yeah. cheat codes. I get the cheat codes, right? Yeah. So, yeah, up, I'm going to try down, that down. out. Yeah. My brain's going to pop. if it just I'm surprised, Norm, that that's one that you haven't played just with your psychology background. I feel like that's one you would enjoy watching and enjoy playing. Seeing people's- Way too much coffee. <laughs> seeing their reactions yeah. and, and I would just like be that. wanting to put card after card because it's like ha ah, caffeine yeah <laughs> well it's cool. it's so good it's yeah. so good 
That's that's that we're just into like our f- number fives. Yeah, and, that's, and a good, that's a good that's a good top of the order there. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, if uh, Robbie, if that's all right, I'll take uh, I'll take the point on guiding us through the established order here. Sure. Ryan, you are back to the okay. top. Number okay. Four. So this so this is my number four and it's the exact same experience with um, space space. Um, the rules teach it was it happened at a tabletop again at a tabletop day some <laughs> volunteer teaching a game and they didn't know all the rules and I, and I thought this thing went, as I was saying this was the most boring thing that I had ever sat through and I was oh, like no. I have to sit through this for like two hours because this, this, this <laughs> oh, game no. is going long and everything like that and this is the dead of winter Oh, by by okay. John Gilmore and Isaac Vega, Plat Hat Games, and I saw. I was like, "Wow, what what? There is nothing interesting that is going on. I should love this theme. It is zombies. It's an apocalypse. This is survival. There's a possible hidden traitor at the table. But man, oh man, does this guy just? It's it's so dull. This is there's nothing going on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. Those are things that just don't. Why? Why? Why is this game the top of the hotness this year? I do not see it. (laughs) And then my friend Ian got this game, and I played it with them, and I played it with that group, and man, did we have a blast trying to figure out who the hidden traitor was. And we're we're on the edge of our seats. Can we keep everybody fed? Oh my gosh, our morale is going down. Um, I I get. Like I died on like food runs several times in the game. And I was like, what is going on here? I had a blast. So it was that initial reaction again, where it's like, again, I, I think I just got to start. I got my initial plays just need to be with people that I know yeah. instead of people that I don't know. That you trust that, uh, that know how to like read rules. Yeah. 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 But I just remember that very first play. I was like, this is dry. This is dull. This is boring. And this is what two hours long. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm stuck here. That is and funny, Ryan. All, and then all of a sudden it's just like, Oh, you, you played it with the right group. And I was like, man, this thing is awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go get myself a copy. And then we played it and all, all the time. Well, like we, we played this like all the time after that. And this came out in 2014. Yep. So this is like right at the near the beginning of my tabletop acquisition disorder thing <laughs> that's going on. But yeah, Dead of Winter was a sour taste in the mouth at the very beginning. But man, oh man, do we we just actually just played this not too long ago again. And man, did we have a blast. Yeah, you know, I've only played it once. I haven't played it, but zombies it, dry and boring are not things you ever expect to hear together. no. no. <laughs> I loved it. One no. play of it, I loved it. We don't even own it. Um, no, we don't have yeah, it. No, no, but I loved it. And, and I, I wouldn't. And I think there was a thing there because this one has you have you have to use up all of your action dice on your turn. And we had a player at the table that had gotten a whole bunch of characters, and the more characters you have, the more dice you get. And he took like it. It seemed like forever because he had like a mitt full of dice that he had to associate actions with. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and like, oh my gosh. Uh, Oh, wait, there's three more people after him. Oh, good. <laughs> Before it gets to my yeah. turn. Perfect. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, that Yeah, because yeah, I'm the whole time I'm thinking, I need to play that game. <laughs> but this game, 
I know Ryan is just going to kind of uh, have some pride rush up because um, I think it's his favorite pick out of the duality. Um, I had one of the, I had the original version or, or like the first iteration of it and played it. Didn't have the right people. It was just oh, just it was just too much of a chore to uh, you know get the rules in your head and that whole thing. And then so I moved I moved the game. And then uh, in uh, in our gamers garage, um, uh, Dave brought it a couple times and we played it two three times. And and I can't get enough of it now. And that's Gaia Project. Ooh. Nice. And uh, yeah, Terra Mystica. I had that, and it it, it was just. With the wrong, like you had said, Ryan, the wrong group and people, it was this, this clunky and, and arguing over rules. And it's like, no, it means this. And, and you know, the rule book was, you know, it, 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 was, it was a really cool game, but for, for the, the ease of it, it just didn't work. And that's why I got rid of it. And then finally, um, my, my, I love space. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the space. Um, and, uh, yeah, Gaia Project to me just clicked instantly. So um, I can't I can't wait for like uh, if there's expansions coming out because that just makes the sense is more races. So Ryan, I know you have something to say about this because oh yeah, I Gaia Project is is the better version of Terra Mystica. I said it, Ian. <laughs> Gaia Project is better than Terra Mystica. Fight me someday in that know. I'm right there with you. I did not like Terra Mystica that much. I have I only played it a couple times. Like I didn't have a huge, you know, a ton of plays, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, but I quite enjoyed Gaia Project a mm. lot more than Terra Mystica. So yeah, I'm on the same same page. I like and them even the both. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead, Robbie. Oh no, I, I I liked them both. I liked Terra Mystica when it first came out and. Everything and I had a few issues with it with a couple of the tracks. I can't remember exactly how it worked, but there was tracks that didn't seem very thematic to what was going on. But I liked the theme. I liked the fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when uh, I heard about Gaia Project and my buddy picked it up and played it, and we played that, and I was like, oh, and it seemed to use the tracks that were used in that game, but for better thematic reasons in Gaia Project. And I also liked space themes and all that stuff too. So I just think Gaia Project just fixed the things that weren't great with Terra Mystica and made it better and so it's the better game. Yay! Mm-hmm. I'm proud of that pick. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> a good one. There so go. yeah, that's that's my thing, Guy Project. Okay. Four against one, Ian. Four against <laughs> one. <laughs> Ian's eye is just twitching right now. Or he's just, you know what, he's basically pushed away and walked away from the table with one hand on his head and just shaking, looking down at the ground going, you guys are lost. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Right? It's exactly what he's doing. He's pushed away from the table and walked. This episode of Cardboard Conjecture is proudly sponsored by Dragon's Den Games, located in the Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. Swing by Dragon's Den Games and let Darren, Al, and the awesome staff help you out in search for great board games, role-playing games, miniature systems, and all of the related accessories. Be a part of their gaming communities that have scheduled events in their great gaming area. Dragon's Den Games, Louis VIII Mall on H Street in Saskatoon. (laughs) Um, uh, Yes, moving on, Anna Marie. Okay, Um, so my number four 
Um, again, with this one, it was uh, one of Rob's favorite themes for movies are like mobster movies. <laughs> and I find them good, but very stressful. So every time he's like, oh, there's this new mobster movie. I'm like, oh, you know, just because it's, I know it's going to be good, but it's a struggle for me to get there. Um, and this game was, uh, I hadn't seen the movies, which I don't know why I haven't, because they're totally, they seem like ones I would have seen by now. Um, but it's another stressful mobster drug theme. Um, and that is The Godfather, Carleone's, is it Carleone or Corleone? Corleone's yep. uh, Empire. Um, this game, it had, it was like, an, it's an area control game. And I was like, ah, area controls, Rob's thing, not so much mm-hmm. mine. And I was like, I don't, whatever, let's, let's play it. I just thought I was going to get totally smashed with it. Uh, it was really good. It, it was, was a fun. lot simpler than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. And the area control, the way they had it laid out was, was really good. Um, and I just, yeah, I went into it thinking, okay, let's just play it and get it over with because <laughs> just rip the bandaid, let's play this yeah. game. And, uh, I actually quite enjoyed it when we played it. So I agree. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. I, I do quite enjoy that game, but I yeah. liked being able to throw, uh, your opponents into the river. <laughs> <laughs> now is this the Simon one? Yeah. The Simon Eric, uh, Eric Lang, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Did, wasn't there like briefcases that you had, or? Yeah, God, it's it's, it's been, been so long since I played it, yeah. but I just I remember it was just pretty thematic. Um, it's yeah, it's popping in my head that it, this interested me, but um, I'm I'm not a big Simon uh, acquisition disorder guy. It wasn't a huge <laughs> like. Um, not the typical Simon where you have like seven no. boxes and there's like eight, you know, all of them are minis and things like that. It wasn't, this was just like a board, a typical board yeah. and you've got a couple, cool. like, you probably have a couple mini standees, but they're yeah, not. Of just mobsters. Yeah. Like everybody had their own mobster that they played as. And but it, yeah. I've, I've never played this one. It is good. It's fun. It's it really is good, fun. Yeah. Actually, now that you mentioned that, we haven't played that in a while, yeah. so I wouldn't mind playing that soon. Yeah. But yeah, that's mine. Good that's one. Easy. All right. I, see Ryan, I see Ryan looking at a screen. <laughs> that, that, that's Simon. That's a Simon game that I have not played. It's yeah. awesome. It's really awesome. It's like it was better than I anticipated. I got it because um, we got it really, really, really cheap um, mm. through a friend of ours. But uh, I was like, oh sure. And I this was back with uh, my only real experience with Lang was. Uh, Blood Rage. And I was like, oh, sure. It's another one of his games. And then it just turned out to be awesome. And, and like she said, I really like the theme. So. Yeah. And I had, cool. I haven't seen, still haven't seen The Godfathers. It's and I crazy. don't know how or why. Crazy. But I was like, I'm not yeah. going to understand what's going on. <laughs> but it was pretty easy to pick up. Ian, Ian would probably have a problem with that as well, actually. Because <laughs> he's such a movie uh, buff. He's a movie buff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, the, 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 this episode's garbage already. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's left <laughs> already. If you didn't turn it off before, and, he just turned it off. Yeah. And the last Jedi was a dumpster fire. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Is it me, Norm? That's, yeah, this All is right. your fourth. Number, number four. So this one um, came out in 2017, and it's another card game. And it drove me crazy because I saw it around for a long, long time. And I was like, that looks like just trash. It just looked like 
the most typical, um, not that it's a poorly uh, uh, drawn, like not, it doesn't have bad artwork, it's just got generic artwork, and it's got the most generic name ever, and I was just like, I want nothing to do with this, it just seemed like a game that you'd find on the shelf at Walmart or whatever, right? And but I couldn't be more wrong as to how great this game is, and that's Fantasy Realms. Um, this game is amazingly good. Have you guys both played Fantasy Realms? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I have a Star so you know Trek version. About. Just the combinations <laughs> of the cards, and then and trying to like trying to come up with a like a theme for your hand on what you're doing and making cards mix and match with each other and then having to pivot and go a different way because uh, somebody took a card that you really need or you're you're just gaining cards that are working against the other cards in your hand and you're trying to slough off the cards you don't want to try to make maximize your hand to work as well as possible together and watching the time limit of the discarded cards going out. Like, <laughs> oh, I only have like, you know, two more chances to try and get a card that's really going to make my hand work. It's just awesome game. It, it's really quick. It's simple, and the theme worked really well, actually, the fantasy stuff, like having a wizard and having his staff and having, um, you know, if you had a, a knight and you get his sword and shield and they, it does so much better mm -hmm. together or, you know, things like that. And it worked really, really, really well. And then, yeah, we played it like a ton of times all in a night, and then I went out and got myself a copy. And that's another game that I bring around to a lot of places. It's very similar to uh, Arc Nova, right? When you don't uh, when you don't pivot, you're gonna yeah. get stuck. Yeah, that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. game you have to pivot immediately. <laughs> you have if, to pivot, you know, or else your whole hand goes to. Uh, yeah, down the I'm waiting for Picard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so oh, yeah, much fun. It, that is a good one. And it's with a name like Fantasy Realms, and then the most generic fantasy guy standing on the front of it. I was like, this. No way you're right. Is any good. And it's like cereal <laughs> box art. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right? And it was just like, I nothing to do with this game until a buddy of mine brought it out one day. I was like, oh, that game? Okay. And then I was like, oh, this is awesome. And yeah, so I ate crow yeah. again. So really That's good. That's not bad. You yeah. ate barbecue right. sauce, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I like and, that. And, and it speaks to the game, too, that it's spinning spinoffs now, yeah. like with yeah. the Star Trek version. And there's yeah. a Marvel version yeah. coming out and yeah. everything like that. So it's like. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's, there's no, something about the really, game. It's something really, special. Really good, and it's just yeah, I, I would have never thought, <laughs> judging it by the name and artwork, but yeah, no, I ate grow really, really good. Oh, well, you know what? Let's start off the number three, Ryan. Okay, so this next game is back also when we were getting into the whole bar gaming hobby, and. One of my best friends, who now lives in Regina, um, he brought over. I said, well, let's have a game night. He's like, okay, I, I, I got this brand new game. Got this brand new game. I'm very, very excited for it. I'm like, oh, awesome. I'm just getting into games myself. Let's, uh, let's try it out. And as we're playing it, he is super excited and enjoying every single little piece of it. And, and my <laughs> wife and I are sitting back and we're just like, when is this thing going to end? Like, I have no idea what's going on. His, it's everything is so erratic and he's like super excited and he, oh yeah you just do this now and everything like oh yeah now do this and everything oh yeah yeah this is super <laughs> awesome and i'm like oh okay buddy lay, 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 lay off the cocaine and whatnot and and the game i'm talking about is camel up yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. and we we were just like after he's like he's like oh that was this this game's like like the best game ever and everything like like mm-hmm 
It's the, it's the best game for you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can guarantee that. It's the best game for you right now. This thing, I, I'm, I'm being super nice because he was so excited about it. And we were just like, what? I, I don't understand. It's got this crappy, like, cardboard pyramid that didn't really stick together. And you couldn't get the dice out of it. And, oh, my I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it was about that play, but we we're just like, yeah, that game was kind of hot garbage. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, a second edition came mm-hmm. out. The second printing came out, and I guess it added a couple things to it. Um, it added like there, there's some there's a couple of promo camels. They called the referees or something like that. They, they go in the <laughs> oh. opposite direction, kind of really mess everything up. Nice. And I don't know why, but adding that little bit of an element back to it, and plus it cleaned up the artwork. You got now a plastic mm-hmm. pyramid that doesn't fall apart. <laughs> like All of a sudden, like, we thought we really enjoyed this. And then, like, we introduced it to our son, Regan, and he really enjoys it and having a blast. And so we're having a blast with it as a family. Awesome. But I remember that one night where we were just like, the, and the game doesn't last long. The game does not last long at all, but it felt like it was taking forever for <laughs> us. <laughs> well, especially when he was like, okay, now you have to do this. I'm like, okay, I'll do that, guess. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do this now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he was so, oh, he was super excited. I, I, I'll throw his name out. His, his name is Mike. And I know Mike doesn't listen to the show because he's not really, really, really into board games, but he's really into Camelot. Yeah. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he still plays it like to this day with super enthusiasm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, That's if great. it yeah. works, it works. Um, uh, I think Jeff was saying that his son, who's in like computer science, him and his friend love this game because there's all these like, computational breakdowns of the the mm-hmm. probabilities and that whole kind of system that they just like their brains just click into it so i can oh, i yeah. can imagine yeah 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 there, there there's points on people's turns where everybody just all of a sudden goes oh now we got to do this this do 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 yep and then their dice roll like everybody pivot do 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's like watching a whole bunch of abacus brains working at the same time. <laughs> but it was it, it's the it's the introducing of the chaos of the black and white uh, camels that go in the opposite direction, that oh, just man. really throws everything out the window <laughs> that I you thought you knew about the. I haven't played that edition. second edition. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> there, yeah, there was a couple promos that I looked them up here. There, they were kind of promos. But they just when they made the second edition, they just decided to throw those two things in there, and it makes the game so much better. It makes it so much better. This is awesome because I'm pointing at my copy that I haven't played yet because that's the shelf of shame right there, right there. (laughs) We played it a couple times and and we we really enjoyed it, even with the old uh, yeah the old one there. Mm. um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to get a hold of uh, one of those second edition ones. For sure, especially now that we know they have referee camels. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go in the opposite direction, and all of a sudden, like the one that you bet on is now getting carried into last place. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you can just see it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, oh, no. oh no. Oh no. A lot of, uh, no. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds great. I wonder what cool. Ryan bet on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yes. Okay. This will be, this will be one where a lot of people go, what? Um, it, it has so much popularity. It has so much heritage. Uh, there's like a series that it's begun 
And I've always stayed away from it because I don't know if it intimidated me or if it was or if it was more so that I knew that the the uh, that whole um, not board game collector, but if I like like Xavier George, I love Xavier George. I will consume every game he has. So I was kind of staying away from this going, oh, I know I'm going to like this. And if I like this designer, I'm just going to have to like consume and uh, that a game I'm talking about that I stayed away from and that I uh, have a copy now and I've played a ton on on BGA is Zolkin, the Mayan calendar. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I, I, you know, honestly, with all those five wheels turning at the same time and chaos on the edge of everything, that's how my brain works on a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, when when I finally submitted uh, to uh, Gamer's Garage choice of, I think it was Jeff who picked it, um, because he says, oh, I could I would play this in my sleep. And I, and I had uttered those words, oh, I've never played that. So it was done. And uh, <laughs> yes, I, uh, uh, I got bit by the... Um, that whole series because I, I, be, I believe we played uh, uh, Teotihuacan yeah. and I frothed up because that one made my brain go, I so understand what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, though, that's my, yeah, Tolkien was that, uh, that refusal of a step into a realm of, of game design that makes my brain happy. <laughs> I haven't played now any you may of discuss. those games. <laughs> I haven't played any of the tea games. So I've That's gotta... unfortunate. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Ryan's yeah. going to have a little... <gasps> and then fall backwards <laughs> in this chair. We don't even... We don't well, that's either. why we don't own them. So I no. haven't had a, an opportunity to play Mind any you, of those. They're very popular around here. Be, I think almost everybody else owns all of them. So don't we don't necessarily <laughs> need them. I'm, but, uh, but no, it's, they're good. They're I really will good. let Ryan have the mic now because... I think you're gonna gush. You 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 love well, you love this t uh, this design package. Well, I'm I'm just I'm just happy that you finally discovered them, <laughs> and that you you are now. Oh, and you were there. Were there. The, it was like I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Yeah. <gasps> now I, I can. We'll insert we'll insert the little uh, meme going one of us, one <laughs> of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely no, I, fantastic I, designs. I, I so I so understand now what you're talking about with how there's an uh, intricateness to the design but there's a simplicity to the to the decision scheme sometimes mm. it doesn't work out because other people were like i'm going to turn this cog two times now it's like <gasps> why did you do that <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah there's yeah there's there's certain things where uh this is one of those tree shaking moments where you can upset the 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 lullery of just this cog turning and then just kind of give that board a good shake. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Zolkin. Right. And it has such wonderful moments of just like you're planning, you're planning. And all of a sudden you get to execute your massive big move and you feel like, yes, I did that. <laughs> and I'm still in fourth. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's oh, me. yeah. Yeah, you want to you want to spike some kind of football and then sit down and realize and go, well, it wasn't as fi as efficient as every one of your turns. <laughs> but uh, but that's one of those games where I think for me at least is the the compulsion to just get better at it, right? Mm -hmm. Or just mm -hmm. to be able to see 
what other people are seeing better than me. And th th I think that's that's one of those thing those types of games that drives me a lot. So, yeah, that's my pick. And um, we're going to hand it off to Anna Marie. Okay, so my number three. <laughs> uh, Rob told me about this one. He was uh, he thought it looked uh, really good and it was interesting. And um, his description was very lacking for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> when he described when he described this, I was like, oh. How fun. Sounds, <laughs> Sounds awesome. We're, uh, we're organizing people to take the best picture. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> when he described Picture Perfect to me, I was, I was actually shocked that he thought it sounded good. No, hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you think this game sounds good? Yeah. <laughs> like, you like war and, yeah, you know, you're right. airy control and... Mm -hmm backstabbing and hidden role mm -hmm. you think picture yeah. perfect sounds fantastic okay so <laughs> <laughs> from his description i was very it's like all right well you want it let's let's get it and uh but we did i didn't understand the gameplay in there so after you know um we found out the rules like oh there are you have these cards and you're kind of drafting and you're you know you can put the, they have all these like rule sets they have to follow and and then even still in our first playthrough I was like okay I, I can get this game I get behind it and then I still didn't realize that you actually take a picture at the end of the game mm -hmm. I was like oh well that's kind of neat so where I thought I was done I can actually just move my camera a little bit right move my phone and yep. make that angle and actually get the get the good picture so after yes, after playing it, I do quite uh, do quite enjoy Picture Perfect. But just when he was describing, it, I think it was more just shock <laughs> that you're like, really, you? Yeah, I thought it sounded too <laughs> unique not to get. It just sounded crazy. So, have you guys tried it? I've never no. tried it. No, no. it's so <laughs> hilarious. It's so good. It's it's. Didn't it win an award or something? Uh, probably. probably. It, it honestly, it's really really cool like yeah. you you have about I don't know, 20 different characters and you have to arrange them at the table so that so-and-so is not sitting beside so-and-so but and they want to sit next to this person and that person has to be in the back row and but that person, person wants to sit next to this person yeah so you have to make like the, <laughs> the best of the all these kind of ridiculous scenarios and you come up with this family photo of these oh okay these people and then you actually have to get down on, on an angle and take a picture with your phone to make sure and that then you take that picture and that's, and that's how, you, how score. you score so i'm, I'm really looking good. at it now it's like that's hilarious yeah it's so good but it's like, not how he described it the plan. first time <laughs> <laughs> i totally remember listening to your episode yeah. on the evil dungeon about this thing and as you two were describing and explaining that i'm like what is going on here? <laughs> what is this? What, is this, what is this game? <laughs> yeah. This sounds so wild. Yeah. I'm like, this This is the one you were talking about. Because now I see the pictures and I see, it's like, oh, yeah, this is this is a mind wreck. Well, it is. <laughs> and this is the one that, Ryan, on your episode, where I was like, if you rethemed this with Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> and then you just have like a whole bunch of different Nicolas a whole Cages. bunch of Nicolas Cage, right? <laughs> like in Con Air. <laughs> it's cool because like oh. all the characters, some are tall and skinny, and some are short. Like this, one of the characters, like a, a is a house plant. One character is a dog. There's like 
tall people, short people, all over the place. Just and you have to. Some are hunched over. Yeah, some are hunched and like some are like leaning over and like it's so hilarious trying to organize. And they these have people. yeah, they have little props like little. Yeah, there's I'm, bottles yeah. of wine. And, I, I think I'm cracking up more at the description, Anna Marie, of you looking at him going, "Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a great game." Yeah. Has he suffered a concussion totally. lately? Totally. I was like, "This is not. This does not sound like a game you would be interested in at all." <laughs> I just yeah. thought it sounded hilarious. really. You want to look at family photos? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. As you're slowly stepping away from yeah. the scene. Right? Yeah. Um, but you know what, though? You you find the quirkiest, cool things. Um, and Because I just want to th- quickly interject. Um, uh, when I was out there, you showed me this campfire card game. Yeah, the yeah. coldest night. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, when you set it up, I'm like, okay, well, we're all trying to keep a campfire going. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, holy crap. I was anxious. Yeah, I'm like, holy gee, okay, this one doesn't have that much. Stuff. Okay, we could do this. We could do this. Right? It was just like, holy crap, We were trying not crap, to freeze man. to death. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you keep finding these little gems. I'll keep finding them. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, I mean, here we go. We're up to you now. Oh, right. Yeah, so here we go. tell us about another one. <clears throat> so I think my, my top three are fairly shocking. Um <laughs> This like they're they're widely renowned as like amazing games that I was just like mm, I don't think so, and this one came out in two thousand and eight, and so this one um, was probably my introduction to I think I played maybe one other game by this designer and I really liked it, um, and then I heard that this was by him but that's back when I didn't really understand how good certain designers <laughs> were and whatever and i just thought the theme looked lame at best i thought the artwork was like meh whatever but turns out it's like one of my favorite games ever and that comes from uh uve rosenberg and that's la havre <clears throat> oh yeah wow. and i i really wanted not a lot to do with this game <clears throat> <laughs> just judging a book by its cover and me not realizing how good rosenberg was um and yeah i just didn't it didn't grab me at all to look at it. and then even when we got it and we put it on the table i was like oh like what look at this like it just didn't look like anything <laughs> i was really interested in at all but then i mean we we've played it so many times and the two player especially is just like so great yeah, two players awesome and yeah. it's yeah and, and it, to this day it's my favorite rosenberg game and there was that one oh. player aid that we found and that yeah, we found a player huge. aid that in, uh, it helped it's you organize organized. your bits and pieces on the table a Super lot Super simple. Mm-hmm. Someone just made it, and I think it was on BGG yeah, or something BGG. we found it. But yeah. it really does make the gameplay so much easier when you've got a place to organize yeah. that. But oh, I mean, that game it's widely so known as like one of the best games ever, you know. And it's, it's it had I wanted five. nothing to yeah. do with it. <laughs> nice, but Ryan. You, you played La Havre. <laughs> yeah, I've played La Havre many times it's great yeah it's great it's really good and it's yeah it just it did not did not do anything for me even when it was on the table it wasn't until we were about halfway through playing the game i was like all right okay and then when it finished i was like oh that was great and then we played it lots in that first month we got it and then we played it a bunch but it's yeah Yeah, it's still to this day my favorite rosenberg uh even more so than feast for odin um which is the the way the buildings the way and the buildings I, I still come like out. I like this one better. 
Yeah, sorry, I was I was talking over you for. Um, oh, uh, sorry. But the way the buildings come out in the in the in the stacks, mm-hmm. that uh, I mean, you know what's there, but it's more of okay, the timing has to change. So I've got to use a different strategy because this building's not coming out for a while, or yep. or there's certain key buildings that are coming out right away, and you just kind of go. Uh, I can't, I can't get this, or I can't afford this, and you just kind of, you panic and go, uh, and I have yep. to pay my tax, <laughs> right? And then someone takes the building you wanted, and you've been yeah. like, just it's it's so so good. It's or yeah. they take mm-hmm. you need the extra fish, and you're like okay, I, if I do this fish. now, I should be able to get the fish when I get there. No, the fish are gone when you get there. And, or oh, the or so those good. choices when stuff's on the dock and you're yeah. like I but I don't want to go for it but it's pi- yeah. it's like it's falling off it's sp- I have to get all that wood right, right? Yeah. or mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah I oh got to play that game so again good. I know it just that actually just makes me want to play the game yeah, now again it's, it's I'm like oh I don't play that yeah there just, oh, it's I've actually so, been so saying lately that I want to play that so yeah <laughs> got to get it down again <laughs> All right well we're in the we're we're coming down the stretch now Ryan we are we are at number three. Number two. Dose. 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 Number dose. Good thing I can. Good thing I can edit. Yeah. Number two. Wait, I didn't want to say because again, I'm gonna start giggling. Yeah. Brian, what's your best number two? <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Uh, usually after a bowl of corn bops, but. <laughs> It's a brand muffin and a... <laughs> okay, my second from the top game <laughs> is an Uwe Rosenberg game. All right. And when a friend of mine described this game to me, I said, why the heck would anybody want to ever play this? <laughs> what, what you can... What, like... Typical scores can be in the negatives. <laughs> like right. you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't do everything that you want to do, <laughs> and you just the nickname to this game is Misery Farm. Like what the heck, <laughs> Agricola? What is Agricola? This sounds like the most awful ex- gaming experience yeah. ever. Why would you want to play this, Misery Ryan, Farm? Ryan, you gotta play it. <laughs> you gotta play it. And I'm like, okay, let's play it. And about it was again, it was about halfway through the game. I'm like, I can't wait for this one to be over because we need to set it up and I need to do it again. We need to play it again. <laughs> yeah. Because this thing is actually really, really cool. And yes, my first couple games, I was in the negatives and I'm like, how do I get into the positives? Yeah. This is not I need satisfactory. A, I need to do a different strategy this time. And I'm like, yes, I'm doing it better. Oh, wait, but I neglected that area and I'm in the negatives again. <laughs> I need to do better. <laughs> and I just found the, the the gameplay was so interesting mm-hmm. afterwards and how the action selection spots just keep growing and growing from turn to turn. And you have you only have like the couple workers, but you need to, you know, get the get the helping hands, get the kids out onto the farm to work. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I absolutely love it. From the original description, I was like, this game sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Why would anybody ever want to play this thing? And once I did play it, I now see why. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That I, that I, I, this is like one of my favorite games of all time now. And yeah, Agricola was 
one of these games that oh my gosh why don't describe the game as misery farm to somebody who <laughs> hasn't played it yeah. Don't highlight all the things that are bad about the game. Yeah. That's not going to make anybody want to play it. Come on, man. Yeah. That game's awesome. I love that it's game. Very good. Cool. Um, uh, Rob, Anna Marie, have you guys played that one? Because yep. I mean, I have. Oh, not. good. Or she hasn't. I've I've played it Ooh. probably two, three, four times, I think. And sometimes I get confused between that and Caverna, but between those two, mm. I think I've played five six games between the two of them yeah um, and i like them both but yeah agricola was really good i liked it yeah i've not played caverna but i re- i have agricola and i agree with everything that ryan said it's such a fantastic game nice mm-hmm. that's an awesome pick um this one uh ryan um you know what pretty much everything that you said about the reluctance of playing this game and not because everybody had these detractors to it but back to that whole, uh, everybody kept telling me I need to play this. You need to play this. You need to, don't tell me what, the kindergarten, don't tell me what yeah. to do, right? <laughs> um, but now, uh, I've, the frequency, I've played a couple more times. And, 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 um, and also, too, it's one of those games that if you play it, if you're not that experienced and you play it at a, ta- a, a group of players that are experienced, you're not even going to be close to being competitive. Um, and now that I'm understanding it, and I love the, 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 the suite of games that this publisher does, and uh, I can't get enough of Scythe. Ooh, mm. yeah. I haven't played that in a long time. Yep. Yeah, because I, I mean, I love uh, um, th- that Stonemeyer way of thinking about the Euro, and, uh, but I think it was that whole, because Scythe had a huge hyped campaign. And then they like it was it was always on the front of this wave of people, you know, oh, you got to play this. Right. That that whole kind of like, you know, wow, why aren't you playing this game? And like that to me is my kind of like, I'm going to wait till everybody keeps stops pushing me on this game. (laughs) And then and yeah, so I yeah, it's awesome. Right. It's uh, I love euphoria and and I see a lot of DNA of euphoria uh, in Scythe. And uh, with the whole trying to get your stars out there, right? And then this mm-hmm. this kind of engine's got to get working, and you got to find that that whole connection to all of these components that are um, des- not designed for you, but uh, as uh, like in Scythe, you start off with an edge to you, right? Like an advantage. You got to lean into it, or else you might as well just be a generic player, right? So yep. that's what I'm digging about that game is just finding different ways to lean into these characters. So, and I know Ryan, you absolutely adore this game. So, um, you mm-hmm. can you can pop in now. <laughs> well, I adore it so much that I've got like the super deluxified anything that can be upgraded is upgraded um, <laughs> edition behind me. And yeah, this is actually one I have like like Anna Marie said, I oh, I haven't played this one in the, recently. It's been mm-hmm. a good year at mm-hmm. minimum. And now uh, your brain's all on it, right? Yep, yep. I've I've played it digitally um, a couple times, but I don't count that as, like, playing the game. I need to have all my fancy mechs and all my fancy painted (laughs) figurines. It's a tactile. I mean, it's a great board to look at, too, when it's all all flush. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's like, it's like uh, TI4, right? It's gorgeous. But I I, I can see this being one of those, I can see this being one of those games 
where people may not be so hot on it the very first couple plays. Yeah. Because um, everybody thinks that it's going to be like a combat fighting game. Yeah. But yeah. it's very Cold War-esque. There's the threat of violence that's looming, and mm-hmm. it might only just happen a couple times. And that so was... I know people have... People have had soured experiences. They're like, oh, I thought this was going to be a minis battling game. And I'm like, no, that's resource management yep. <laughs> at its finest. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the popularity. <laughs> the popularity. Yeah. Yeah, we love scythe. Cool. So that's yeah. that's my thing. Is It's all about the scythe at the number two position. Hi. If you like the content we're creating and the podcast episodes we're producing... Please leave a happy rating on the podcast platform that you use. This would be such a great gift and would also help others find our podcast when they search for board game podcasts. And if you have the time, check out our new YouTube channel where we have new content every few days. Just search Cardboard Conjecture on YouTube. Thanks, eh? Anna Marie, take it away. All right, well, my second from the top on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this game, uh, I I played, and uh, it wasn't begrudgingly. Like I, I played it. It was more that there is a very popular game that this I thought was going to be just like it, and this very popular game is one that I cannot wrap my head around, no matter how many times. I have tried to play it. Mm. So the very popular game is Magic the Gathering that I just cannot figure out. I can't crack that game. And I've had multiple people try to teach me it, and I just, I can't get it. Um, So then uh, Rob, and I think because uh, on Ryan's recommendation, I believe, um, got uh, Ashes Reborn. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll... Give her a go. And um, so I, I didn't think I would like it very much because I figured it was another one of those card games that I just wouldn't get. And <laughs> I was wrong. I love this game. I think uh, it's not it's not like Magic the Gathering. It's got obviously no. similar aspects to it. It's a dueling it. card game. Yeah, it's, it's a dueling yeah. card game. Yeah. But it has, um, it has dice in it, which totally... Uh, is totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it The flow is better. I find that just... The games are closer, and they're not... I mean, you can have blowouts, but it's not... I don't know, I just... They're usually pretty close. Yeah, yeah but I I really enjoy this game, and I think that the decks that they have, um, they're just... I, I like the artwork on them. Mm-hmm. I think the artwork, that's one thing, is a lot brighter. It's lighter than... Magic yeah. is very dark and very... Going back to our, our other one, where I like <laughs> light and fairies. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I like um, little trolls on the end of pencils and you spin them. <laughs> but it is it is a lot brighter and vi- more vibrant, so it was more appealing to my eye as well. Um, but yeah, I really like um, Ashes great. Reborn. <clears throat> yeah. Very good. I agree with you. Every time you and Ryan played it, I was so jealous. I would yeah. go, I want to be playing right now. <laughs> it's so good. Well, okay. I okay, new like series. I bought new I bought series Ryan versus Anna Marie. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. Yeah, the I, I agree totally with you because um, I was of the same, uh, um, you know, perspective as I wasn't into Magic: The Gathering. Then I saw these guys play it, and I watched I think 
two or three episodes yep. and thought, this is awesome. It's got yeah. dice and dice hate me. Yeah. And, but I can, <laughs> I can do it's like this. I can use them instead. Right. So yeah. yeah. And I really thought it was cool the way, uh, um, out of the core set that you guys played, uh, that it, everything looked interesting. It's just the way that, like I said in Scythe, the way you lean into these characters and their abilities. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. The dice like dictate your moves. So it's not like you don't need to have mana or, you know, that yeah, kind of just, stuff. It's you just have what you, you have roll your dice and you deal with what you have. And yeah, I yeah. really, I really like it. And um, uh, the, the, uh, I remember Ryan kept pointing out the uniqueness of that starting hand. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Also super cool. How many it. times do you play a game like Magic and you're like, oh, well, I've got nothing. Right. You can't do oh, anything. Yeah. It's an awful. I feeling. sputter out of the gates. That's not a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas this, you pick your starting hand, and, <laughs> and then you've you've dealt yourself the hand, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, now do it your best, you know. Yeah. Like it, but then, really but good. then in my head, I was as you guys were doing this, I was always playing the whole meta, going, well, if you've played against somebody. Well, they know I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do this. But if they think I'm going to do this and do <laughs> that, then I should do this instead. Yeah. So there's just so much, I mean, mind play uh, with a head-to-head card game like this that I was watching you guys, and I'm giggling going, oh, man, I would be, like, dropping, like, <laughs> into the meta level of they always like coming out strong. <laughs> like yeah. that Kenobi series, episode yeah. five of Kenobi, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's great. Um, Brian, yep. talk to me about this one because I know you. Um, uh, Everybody needs to play this one. game. Everybody needs <laughs> to play this game. Everybody drop all of their money on all of the packs, yep. everything, because this thing is absolutely fantastic. Let's blow Magic the Gathering out of the water. Everybody in the world get this thing so that we can all have big tournaments right? in our local yep. groups and local scenes. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I thought you were yes. going to say, everybody in the world, drop what you're doing right now and go buy Ashes Reborn. <laughs> that, that, that too. Let's sell out Plat Hat Games' current inventory right. so they print some more and then more people buy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Cool. Um, uh, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> my number two <laughs> is... Uh, a powerhouse, ultra, ultra um, popular game that was in the hotness like forever, and it might even still be. Honestly, I'm not even sure. Um, and this came out in 2017, and this game just again, it was a game that it was just everywhere, and I, I kept seeing the cover, and I was like, ah, this, this, I don't know what that is. I don't, I have no idea what I'm looking at when I look at this game, and I wasn't really into this type of game at that point. Um, now I kind of realized that I was, I just didn't realize I was, <laughs> um, because I didn't really know there were games like this out there really in the mainstream. Um, but it, what game am I talking about? I'm talking about the ever powerful, uh, and popular Azul. And Ooh. it, um, yeah, when I first saw the artwork, like the cover of the box, I was like, what is it? It just looks like a quilt or whatever. And I didn't really know what was going on. I didn't really understand that abstracts were a thing in like mainstream mainstream board gaming. Like I knew, you know, like I played chess my whole life, um, and and things like that. But um, I didn't realize that these were like going to be popular with these little tiles and moving tiles around, making patterns or whatever. But I yeah, we love 
Azul, and I, we play that a lot as well. You know, it's a, it's well at one point it was probably one of our highest played games at one point, but um, we haven't played it in a little while. But it's our oldest really liked really that really one really too. good, and it, it definitely proved me wrong, and that got me right back <laughs> into thinking about uh, abstracts. And now we've got a whole bunch of them. Um, but uh, yeah, that that one I didn't have any interest in, and I didn't understand the hype, and I was like, okay, what is this? You know, that was all about. I wanted monsters and things, right? <laughs> And uh, Azul was not Monsters. not doing it for me until I sat there and played it again. A buddy of mine had it and he brought it over and we played it and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so good. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, and it's still to this day, honestly, I think it might be on the hotness, honestly. Like it, there's always some sort of Azul on there, you know, like they've got like three mm-hmm. or four different versions. But uh, I'm talking the original The OG. Azul. Yeah. Yes, that's, the yeah, OG. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I like it when a game just just hits you right in the forehead. Yep, mm. <laughs> it does. Cool, cool, cool. All right, this uh, we're down to the last number one, Ryan. Okay, the first time <laughs> that Norm introduced me to this game, Ooh. the first time that Norm introduced me to this game, it was the most miserable experience. <laughs> Of both of our lives. <laughs> That's what gaming with me. Oh, I know exactly it, it what you're talking about. Both of us. Oh. It was both the most frustrating. It took a trip all the way down to Las Vegas oh, for no. us to figure this out. We are at MeepleCon, and Norm decides to bring over this game. He's like, people are talking about this game. There's a copy in the library. Let's sit down and let's play it. It's been featured on Will Wheaton's tabletop. It's every, like people are talking about it and having such a good time with it. I said, oh, okay. I said, do you, do you kind of know how to play? Yeah, yeah, I know kind of how to play. And as <laughs> we sit down and we flight, start going, yeah. and we start going, we're like, four what? rule books? <laughs> what? Yeah, there's two There's two rule books? <laughs> like, what, 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 why, why is there two rule books? And we start going with, okay, this one says learn to play. Okay, let's go with that one. Okay, so it starts doing this. Okay. And so I start taking it there. I'm like, well, what if, I, what if I do this? And Lauren's looking at them learn to play. And he's like, well, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say anything about that. Oh. <laughs> oh, so we have to go to the second one. Oh, okay, let's go to this rule. The thing is called the rule of reference. Oh, we're looking at the, <laughs> But wait, that that's contradicting what it's saying in this book. <laughs> oh, no. What the heck is going on? Oh, this thing is frustrating beyond belief. I'm talking about a game called Fury of Dracula. Oh, it's the game that we right. tried to play. And this was for, hitting I on all the I forgot that I knew what you were talking about, and you knew, but nobody else did. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. You better, ta- <laughs> better say what we're talking about. <laughs> right, right. So I was like, how how is anybody going to play this game? And Norm's like, well, this is what they did on the TV show on Will Wheaton's Tabletop, and we're doing it. And I'm like, yeah, but how do I do my things like what, what 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 am i allowed to do and how do i do them and he's like oh, we're like we can't figure this thing out we're two pretty intelligent people reading <laughs> two rule books a rules reference and a learn to play but they're contradicting each other that's crazy. oh my gosh it was so fr- but what did i do at the hotel room norm what did i do lad <laughs> oh you were, i did like, i did not go to sleep no, I did not like, go to sleep. Arata. There's a found an errata. It's like, dude, go to sleep. <laughs> There's an errata. Hey, this guy's got a, like a condensed like how to play your turns out, and everything's condensed onto one piece of paper. And I'm reading it, and I'm doing. It, I'm like, 
okay, I think we need to go back. And Norm's like, I'm not ever going back to that game. We're not going back <laughs> yeah. to that game ever. I went back to the game, and I have it's a great absolutely, game. I I have I'm absolutely, one hundred percent, one million percent, love running the character of Dracula and having and leading people through an experience of trying to find me and then battling me and oh my gosh, this game is fantastic. It's actually really really good. Once you figure out how to freaking play the game, <laughs> this... oh my gosh, the, the the rule books are absolutely frustrating. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they corrected that in the fourth edition um with the whiz kids version or anything like that but the oh my gosh the third edition rule book was oh <laughs> there was a good game there that's what was frustrating oh gosh, about yes. it is i knew there was a good game there but it was just like whoa who did were they in different offices when they wrote these rule books or like <laughs> what is going on have yeah. they even played yeah. this game yeah exactly <laughs> right are they right. talking about the same game so yeah, no, I agree everything about Fury of Dracula, Ryan. Man, that that is one game. And I that's... don't know why. I don't know why I would not let that one go. I could have just <laughs> easily just said, "Yeah, there's other games out there." Let's. Just... I don't know yeah. why. It just everything looked. Like you said everything should have fired on all cylinders for us. Yeah. And I finally figured it out. My brain would not turn off that <laughs> night. <laughs> That's one Anna, game. what you were going to say, yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's like high up on games that I haven't played that was yeah. that I want to play. Like I I've heard about that and I've just from different places and I think it just sounds like so much fun. Yeah. And it's yeah, mm -hmm. it's on my list to buy if I can find it and I've heard and I think we talked about this before too, but heard that you need to have somebody who knows what they're doing mm -hmm. for Dracula, so yeah. We got somebody who knows what they're doing for Dracula. <laughs> right. Oh, I really want to try I, I, this one. Actually, I don't think I've played this game not as Dracula. I don't think I've ever played <laughs> as the players. I've only ever just played as Dracula. I feel like that ha would happen quite a bit. I feel like somebody who plays Dracula, gets it, understands it, would probably be Dracula yeah. mm -hmm. quite a bit. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. high on my list for sure. I'd love to get a copy. Yeah. Could you play it over like Zoom kind of thing? Hmm. I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm you'll wondering. Have to, you'll have to process will, that one. I will process that one into think tank. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Cool. I'm curious. As you're processing that one, I think, uh, once again, you are going to uh, sit up a little straighter and uh, with much pride, Ryan, when I tell you what my number one is. And before I even say what the title is, I'm going to explain how this game was bothering me. You know, when when you have a lot of really cool stuff, like it's like, oh, I've got all these cookies and this is awesome, but you can smell chocolate cake just right here, <laughs> right? But I've got all this wonderful stuff here, but there's this really good chocolate cake that you can, you can smell it. And you're thinking, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it because I got all this cool stuff here, but if I look at it, I'm just going to want that. And And I'm talking about... Um, Arkham Horror LCG. Oh. I, I love Marvel. I love Lord of the Rings. And I'm like, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need this one. I do, yeah. It's on my shelf. How did it end up on my shelf? I don't know. I got Marvel right there. It's on my shelf. And it's just, I could keep, and then I played it and went, oh, this is so awesome. This is Indiana Jones meets a horror movie. This yeah. is so cool. And I, I, yeah, I mean, I think, 
I played the whole bass set and then immediately was like, I think it was immediately finish that game or, or the three times it took me to actually maybe win. And then I went, <laughs> okay, I got to go get the, uh, is it Dunwich Legacy? Yeah, it's like, I got to go get that box. <laughs> and yeah, so um, this wasn't because I didn't think it was good. This was one of those games that was just like, no, no, I don't need to look over there. I don't need, no, no. <laughs> oh, I looked. Okay, there we go. Come on. Here we come on in. So the big old yeah. the big old puppy eyes got you. The big old puppy oh. eyes. Oh yeah, it's like take the puppy home for the weekend. No, no, we're good, we're good. It's like we're we're, we're keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh and I'm and I'm quite happy with that because um it's I love I mean, as much as I, I love, like I mentioned, Xavier George with the Euros and stuff like that, it's, there's nothing cooler than having a really um, dynamic narrative going on in your game. Like, I love my, my RPG, my D&D, right? And to me, this was that, just on the edge of that, because there was, if you, if you read the flavor text and if you kind of, you know, bought into the whole storyline, yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, it was awesome, so... That's definitely on our list, but like you said, we have so much Marvel and and so much Lord of the Rings that yeah. we need to play. But I think down the road we'll get there. But yeah, no, don't look at the chocolate cake. I'm warning you, <laughs> don't look at the chocolate cake. Yeah, because you'll be sitting down going, oh, I got half a cake here. How did that happen? <laughs> no, 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 no. What, what what you end up with is the whole damn bakery yeah. sitting yeah. in your room afterwards, yeah. and you have nowhere to put it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, That's I'm on the, the problem. cake of the month club now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Anna Marie. Okay, my number one. Um, this game was one that Rob was very excited for. Like he was they couldn't stop talking about it couldn't wait to get it was super <laughs> excited for it and i liked the theme of this game i thought i like this theme i did not think i was gonna like it uh it this was um an area control game another one Ooh. and this i so, so i've never played risk but i've I've heard of all of the games of Risk you've played, you played that Rob played in high school and like mm -hmm. just how much fun they had and it just the friendship destroyer, right? Like, yep. like those games. <laughs> Literally. And um, <laughs> I, so this, this was an area control game and I was like, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not going to understand it is more what I was thinking. Not that I'm not going to like it. I'm like, I'm not going to understand this game. Um, however, this game is amazing. And this is uh, this is Blood Rage. Oh yes. I didn't oh. I didn't think I was going to like it, um, and I remember I still remember my first playthrough of that game when we were, um, you guys were trying to explain like the card drafting to me. Mm -hmm. and I was like, but how do I know what this means? How do I know how this works with? Like, what am I supposed... I don't understand what I'm building. <laughs> and I remember the first time I drafted the, my first hand, it was complete garbage because mm -hmm. I didn't know, like, how they were supposed to work together. Um, but then as we got playing a few times and I had played, a, like, a round or two and I kind of understood what the cards were meaning and then we played another game and another game and I was like, oh, I love this. I love Vikings. So the theme, like, 
A plus, love it. Mm-hmm. And then just I I like that area control. The area control wasn't as daunting as I thought it would be. Yep. Um, it's funny because I say a lot of times now, like, oh, this area control, I'm not really gonna like it. And I like, I'm finding I like a lot of them because they're not like risk, no. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> not and, many are like risk. But I'm finding that I do I do enjoy that that whole element. So I'm coming around to that. But um, but yeah, I I liked the card drafting. Mm-hmm. I love the theme. I, I enjoyed that area control. I liked the idea of Valhalla, mm-hmm. where you could like just tank and get points like when you die and uh so if you weren't doing well you could as well i can get points this way but um but yeah i blood rage i didn't think i was gonna like it (laughs) love it (laughs) that's well that's one of my favorite games ever so um yeah i'm glad you like it yeah (laughs) cool the uh your last two picks have been uh, quite the battle conflict choices there ashes reborn Right. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that whole card drafting thing because the first time, I think Ryan, you brought it over, and the first time I played, I didn't understand. I didn't have that that three thousand you know mile above picture looking at it, going, "Oh, that's how this whole thing works together." Yeah. So yeah, so for me, I I, I think the same thing. It's like my first hand was like, I don't even know what how this works. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like Bernard looking at this going, well, I don't know what this is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. But then, yeah, it's once you realize that uh, that that Valhalla thing, I mean, it's this it's a it's a conflict euro, I think. Was, Ryan, wasn't this like the first idea of the hybrid that was coming out? I think I think it was the kind of like the first one that we had kind of started exploring. Um, at that time, where it's kind of like it's a thematic game, it's battles, it's it's everything, everybody's fighting, but you're scoring points mm-hmm. while doing it as well type thing. Um, it was the first one of those that we had really uh, started exploring. And yes, this game does come with a, a, a learning, it has a learning curve. Yeah. And an experienced player is going to decimate a non-experienced <laughs> player in, 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 this, in this game. <laughs> Old for sure. So, but you'll it, get decimated yeah. in this game by people that have played it a lot. But even playing after yeah. a couple playthroughs, it like you can yeah, catch up pretty you quick. Up. But yeah, yeah, you can get yeah. murdered in yeah. in your first mm-hmm. game for sure. That's the same same experience that for me with Scythe, where it was just like, oh man, I if I'm gonna play this again, I better get you know better at it, or yeah. else I'm mm-hmm. not gonna enjoy it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Scythe, I think um, I need to play again too. I haven't played that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> all right Robbie finish off your list here all right so this one um, is from 2018 and this is again one of the most popular games of all time and I mm-hmm. had wanted nothing to do with it I thought it looked silly and too um, I don't know kitty like for me, I was just like, I, I want more serious themes. I want more. I don't want cartoon characters. I want, you know, I want. Blood I don't guts. mind animation, but this was like too, you know, animated for my liking. And I, I didn't really like the name. I thought it sounded kind of weird. And it was one of the biggest Kickstarters ever. Um, and we were way late to the party on this one. But everyone got in on the Kickstarter other than us. Solely because of me. I was going to say, sure. I wonder yeah. why. So I was like, eh. <laughs> but 
what game am I talking about? Root. Um, oh, 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 where oh. Root was, for me, I didn't, I just looked at it, I was like, I, didn't, I want nothing to do with that. I mean, <laughs> these little creatures with wooden swords or whatever, and I was like, uh, whatever. Like, I don't know, I don't care. And then underneath this, you know, like oh. light theme ish is this crazy war game um that's ruthless <laughs> and difficult and uh, asymmetrical and downright amazing i thought you were gonna say downright cutthroat it's, and it is <laughs> it's winnie the pooh with a machete it yeah. is and it's so so good it's a war game with this this kind of and it's not even that light of a theme it's 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 like it presents, oops, sorry. <laughs> it presents itself as like just from a, a, like at a distance of some sort of light theme, but it really isn't. It's like all these creatures that are literally at war with each other. And, and it's a, a full blown war game. And it's just, it's so, so good. Obviously, everybody knows Root and how good it is and how popular it is and how many expansions there are and how good the expansions are for this game. It's a tremendous game, and but it's out the gate. I didn't want anything to do with it. Everyone around here was backing it and being like, oh, this game's going to be great. I was like, what are you? Come on. Like, <laughs> this looks just, it doesn't look any good. Like, I was like, root? Okay. Wasn't it like Ryan's? This looks like stuff. hot and, garbage. <laughs> I didn't think hot <laughs> garbage, but I thought like this just, this theme is just, eh, I don't know. Like, why couldn't they make like trolls and stuff? But now I totally understand why, because I mean, this game may have got lost um, with like just a fantasy theme on it. I think this theme, its name, worked in its in its uh, benefit, and the artwork yeah. too um, worked in its benefit. That it's it's super unique and that it just brought the house down. It's an amazing this game. game. This game to me defines the expression a wolf in sheep's clothing. One hundred percent. It looks so cute, but underneath it, it's just the most uh, um, kind of intricate war game of of counter espionage like counter counter insurgents and 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 just yeah like yeah the asymmetry i think the one big reason why i stayed away from it is because what i've noticed with this game is you need a community of players yep. that understand all about this game because every every character is is uh completely uh different and um I think for me it was that whole idea of not finding that right group um, to mm -hmm. grow within that game because that this is one of those games where if you're new and you're playing at a table of sharks, you oh. are the food. You are. <laughs> I yep. have I have played this game once <laughs> because you always had it with the other yeah. groups. We didn't own it for the longest no. time. That I was too. always getting invited to play it elsewhere. But it's a game that doesn't really work with two people, right? No. Like, you need I a mean, lot of people. You can, but... I remember a, just getting yeah. totally destroyed in this one. Yeah. And this is... It does have area control, right? Root, oh, like, yeah. huge area. Well, it depends on who you are. Yeah. Right? Maybe that was my yeah. character, but I was not good at this game. <laughs> it's amazing. I've only played it once. But, yeah. We have I, a whole stack of it right behind you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, this, it's is, so good. this is the it's game so I was frustrated because I absolutely loved it. <laughs> and I kept showing it. Like I, there was a, it was a ToonCon. It was at ToonCon. I had just got my Kickstarter pledge. And I just sat down at a table with Root out and just kept inviting more and more people to play. I said, you got to play this amazing game. You got to play this amazing game. And every group that I played with, they're like, oh, this is fine. 
Oh no! What? Oh no! I, I, I'm my best friend with Camel up again. I'm super excited. <laughs> People play with me. People play with me, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is fine." And it was, it was like, but it was that it was that whole thing. You have to understand. I had the understanding of all of the factions because I was teaching it mm-hmm. to everybody. Yeah, and there was only so much. There's only so many punches that I could pull at a certain time. I'm like, well, we do need to advance the game. Yeah. So I yeah. need to kind of keep advancing the game. You kind of have as attendant at the two-player game. There is, are expansions out now that fix the two-player experience. Is it, um, yeah. they, have bo- they have bots yeah. that can just like, you know, you can play against, you can just insert a third and fourth player that are just automated yeah. now. And then now they have this new thing called the hireling pack, which populates the board with um, different characters that you can hire to do your dirty work for you. And it, it works so well at two players now. Oh, cool. Okay, all right. Nice. I might have yeah, to yeah. try it. Maybe so. that'll be my way to learn the characters. Maybe. So that yeah. I can play with other people. It's fun. Just for right the base game alone is just fantastic, let alone all these other mm-hmm. wicked <laughs> factions that they've added to it. It's so good. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, and they've mm-hmm. added a lot of extra factions, too, because, yep. I mean, I think it's tripled as far as your, your ability to choose what you want to play. Yeah. Four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's six um, additional yeah, factions. There's 10 so. factions in total now. There's 10, 10. factions in total. Yeah. 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 Well, right on. This, this Rob, this was a <laughs> awesome like like list, but, oh, what a difficult list for me to pick from. You said it was easy, but, it man, I had, I had some, I had some, like, head scratcher moments so awesome i love that it was so easy for me like i just tend to judge a game instantly just by looking at it i'm like garbage and then it's like oh it's great but but like i'll just yeah i'm just i'm such a visual person like like i'll just look at a box and judge it right then and there and i'll have this thought buried in the back of my head that "Ah, that's not going to be any good and then it probably is but or vice versa i'll buy something Purely by artwork, and I'm like, oh, well, that was, yeah, yeah. And here's the quote-unquote problem with the gaming hobby nowadays: is that a game does need to have that appeal to get the attention on it. Yeah. Yep. If if it doesn't look appealing, it's gonna get passed over. There's thousands of games coming out. Yep. Every year. Yep. Every yeah. year now. Yeah. And we the don't have time. Yeah. Like I talk about games here that I had a sour experience with. The first play, and I still came back to them. Nowadays, man, oh, man, if if I have a sour first play over that, it, it it's going out the door. Yeah, because yeah. I have so many other games that I'm going to get to. Yeah, and I'm I'm so glad I remember uh, that example where uh, where you were going to get let Merv go out the door, and I'm like, dude, no, you've got to play oh, yeah. Merv again, and and just it's supposed to right. It's a, here's the way you got to think about it, and I think you. You, you turned around on that one. Yeah, I had not. I had not played it yet. I just said, "Well, we haven't gotten to it yet. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sell it." I had not gotten to it. Yet. I think I'm gonna like this game, but I hadn't got to it yet. It's gonna go out the door. And then when we actually played it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like one of the greatest games ever." I'm so glad this didn't <laughs> go out the door. <laughs> oh, cool. I knew I bought it for a reason in the first place. I was just like, "Oh, it's just not getting played. Yeah. Let's go out the door." Oh uh, yeah, I got too many. Time to go. Um, uh, well, and you know what? Speaking of time to go, let's wrap this. This out. This was a long one. Yeah, but that's okay because the, the, I've got a list of games. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I've got to try this again. I got to try that again. 
Um, uh, but before we leave, uh, let's do a tour and let everybody know where you can be found. So, Rob and Anna Marie, um, what's going on and where can uh, everybody find you? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter. That's our main, uh, what do you call social it? Social media, media uh, thing. We don't do anything other than that. Just Twitter, at Meeple Dungeon. We also do YouTube for videos, um, The Meeple Dungeon. And Anna Marie has done her first Finally. video on there. Uh, <laughs> unboxing awesome. my father's work. A lot of shaky camera, but, you know, it's my first time. <laughs> and, yeah, you can uh, catch our podcast, the Meeple Dungeon Podcast, and all the major podcasting sites. And we just did uh, our 41st a week ago, so we're coming up on 42 here. Right on. Uh, that's the uh, answer to the universe and everything, so that should be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tune nice. in. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Ryan, Mr. Rao, uh, what's going on? Where can you find Sure. Main place you'll find me hanging out is usually on YouTube land. Uh, Mr. Rao Gaming Rants and Reviews and the occasional now going live once a week every Wednesday night at 730 Pacific. I'm going live with I'm doing solo plays. I'm doing BGA plays. I'm doing just gameplay things. So come and hang out with me, chat. Um, also hanging out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Mr. Rao Gaming. Uh, follow all my neat little adventures. I post lots of pictures on things that I've been playing lately. And sometimes I'll maybe review it, or maybe there'll be a topic that gets me really juiced up, and I'll do a rant about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy right, cool. Flight Games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much, you guys. And uh, we're gonna. Ha I'll have to do a, a off off mic uh, pick, random pick of who gets the next, the second round. Yeah. of uh, top five list picks because we we cycled through our first round and uh um i already i already have like two or three ideas that uh i think now in the second round everyone's going to try and out clever each other <laughs> yeah. we've set a baseline yeah. now it's like yeah exactly um uh so uh yeah thank you so much you guys it's always a pleasure and uh, we'll catch you, mm -hmm. you we'll catch you all later and that is a wrap for this episode of the Top 5 Show. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And as always, I'm your host, Norm, and I'll catch you later. This has been an episode of Cardboard Conjecture, and you can find more about the podcast on Twitter, at BC Board Gamers, and you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Cardboard Conjecture, and on Board Game Geek, guild number 4045. If you wish to contact the podcast, you can email norm at cardboardconjecture.com. Thanks, eh?